the boot room boys are back. Lads, you know how are you? It's been I far too long. Go, <laughs> so, Tank, since you've been away, mate, you've come back looking all bronzed up. Uh, you've got a, a new Twitter profile. You, you, you know, everything's <laughs> changing, mate. I don't, I don't like it. How have you been? Tell us about your holiday. The holiday was amazing, to be fair. Yeah, proper. I don't know about it. Like, do you know what the amount of times I've been to Dubai? I've been, we've been a lot. Like, in the probably, I think the first time we went there was Sharon's thirty. So she's, a, she was actually forty-seven yesterday. The old bastard. <laughs> so, and we've never done the June safari, and I can't believe we've never done it because it was possibly the best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Up down the sand dunes, right? Is that what you mean? Well, you get picked up at your hotel, Jimmy, in like a big fucking uh, 4B4, right? And that 4B4 is yours all day, basically. They drive an hour out of the desert, so you go like, and you've got like a camp. But literally, you didn't, I didn't, weren't even aware of it. The desert there, I can't think of the name now, but it's bigger than the Sahara Desert. It's the biggest desert in the world. It's like, it's insane. So you get your camp, and then you go on the quad bikes. So you'd have 35 yeah. minutes on the quad bikes. Then they drive you to the camels. You get on the camels, have the camel rides. And then oh, drive. Sharon there before you, was she? No, no, she's just <laughs> not with that. She's there that night. <laughs> and then you go on the, um, it's called the June, uh, what's it called? The, the June Bear Bounce or something. It's fucking off the charts. So you're in your four by four and you're literally getting through all over the place, like up the fucking big hill. Oh, I'd be terrible at that. It's absolutely insane. And then like... Safari to me sounds like animals should be like that. Yeah, that, it's that a, what... just different type, isn't it? We won't be seeing any fucking animals out there. That's Jimmy. what I'm saying. Like, what do you see out in the fucking in the desert? Fucking lizards, it's like, a, it's a, a, scorp- <laughs> it's a scorpion. Uh, no, but else? then you go right up to the peak, like one of the peaks of the uh, dunes, and our Jack went down. You, you go surfboarding. Oh, I mean, it was off the charts. I mean, he said to me, "Do you want to go?" And I went. Fuck that, because I've seen like some young kid trying to get back up to June. and I was like, I won't get back up. He'd be there for I was like, I won't get back up. <laughs> the June's got him now. Oh, it was good. It's good. Uh, glad to hear it, mate. Good to have you back, Jimbo. Well, since we last spoke, uh, you got to the FA Cup fight, mate. I was on that got journey there, with yeah, you. You put the yeah, talk us there. through it, because I'll be honest, I was a little nervous for you, because there's the there's a few yeah. scammers on the old Twitter, oh, and you were at the tickets. Go on, what happened? Well, I left you it quite the late. There, by the way, because I was uh, shitting myself for you. Thinking, well, mate, listen, them, listen yeah. to the listen to the story as well. So, um... and I just I didn't want to be that prick in advance where I was like, Jim, I'm, I don't hold out much confidence here for you, mate. Oh, you no, but this is it. it. So, like. Um, I was I was looking for tickets. And I left it quite late, so I was on the old Twitter trying to find them. And people were loads of people were going. I've got two, but like sending the same message. So it was just like a copy and paste off different accounts. And I'm thinking, obviously they're scams. So I found one guy, and he was like, "I've got some here, face value, hundred and fifteen quid." I was like, "Oh, sound." So I was like talking to him for ages, but asking loads of questions because I'm thinking, you know, it's my son's birthday the day after. This is his birthday present. If I get scammed, I'm so I was asking loads anyway. This this kid got pissed off. I was like, oh, I've offered him to someone else now. And then uh, I was like, right, okay. And I was like, I'll take him. I'll take him now. Then he's like, oh, no, they're, they're having, they've gone now. So I was like, fuck's sake. All that flirting for nothing. All that, flirting, mate, honestly, <laughs> it was me being a dick. And he sent me his LinkedIn profile. He sent me loads of stuff. I was just being fucking proper moody. So I thought the next time anyone comes, I'll just take him, whatever. So then this bloke came up, Dale, for fair play dale spick shout out to him and uh he's made a few coin off me to be fair to him but uh that's a different story so he he, he messaged me going i've got a pair so i was like where like the man city yeah, and yeah 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 so all this sort of stuff and i'm thinking just do it it's 150 quid a ticket like it, it's 300 quid but it's not the end of the world if you don't if you don't make it is it's not it, it's annoying but you know it's not breaking the bank sort of stuff so bought them and then as soon as i got to wembley i got this feeling going this kid could have sold these tickets about 10 times over. So it'd be like a race to whoever gets there first. What was so it? I, a QR code? Did he give you a QR, QR code? So it was like a, it oh, was my an email ticket. Go. I would be having <laughs> none of that. So I'm going, fuck's sakes. I was like, do, so I wanted to get there really early. I did. I wanted to leave at like um, about half eight, but my, my uh, brother-in-law was going. So we decided to travel down together and get there fairly early and whatever. I want to get there so I can get in and we know the tickets there are. So anyway, fucking traffic everywhere. So it took about four and a half hours to get down. Traffic, got into the stadium. It scanned fine. We're walking up to our seats. 
and there's a guy and someone else sat in the seat. I'm mm. like, oh no. I was like, you're in our seat, mate. He's like, I'm not. I was like, you are 24, 20, uh, seat 120, 121 or whatever. He's like, yeah, this is ours. And I was like, fuck, I've been done here. Like, I did that. And, sweat, uh, did the mate, I was panicking. But the thing is, I'm sweating. But the day before I played golf and I hadn't put any sun cream on, so I was red and raw, like literally burnt to foot. So I was wearing a jumper so I didn't burn again. So I was fucking just dripping in this 30-degree heat in Wembley panicking and anyway it was me i got the row up it was i'm panicking it, yeah i'm panicking uh it was the row below so i was like i just got the wrong row but i was shitting it so luckily we got there in time and it was a it was a good day yeah i was i have to say i was uh i was it was rooting for archie in a way that yeah, you know because yeah, I, yeah. I wanted i wanted him to have a good day and whatever and it was funny you obviously being at the game and we were we were watching it on the tv and it's funny the little bit of details that you weren't picking up on in the stadium because yeah. you were saying the penalty claim. I think it was the Casemiro red card. You didn't pick up on any of those bits. Well, the Casemiro, like, Casemiro one looked it, but I thought because a Kanji slipped and we were we were quite high up, so you weren't you weren't that close. But you could see that Kanji was hurt, but you assumed it was from the slip, so he didn't see that. The handball, nothing like literally nothing in the stadium. Me and Arch after it went. It, the ball came in, he edited it in, no one in the box, keep got in. He played on for like a minute or so. And so me and Arch went, should we go get some hot dogs now because we've had nothing to eat? So we're walking down the steps and all of a sudden the stadium went deathly quiet and the ref starts walking away. And I initially thought there was something that had gone on off the ball, like someone had elbowed someone. And he was then walking to the monitor to see if like someone had punched someone or elbowed. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Did they not show it in the mon on the monitor, Jim? No, they didn't show no. it on the monitor, but... So they gave the penalty. We watched the penalty on the steps and we walked to the hot dog stand and it showed you like on the tellies in the concessions. And I was like, fucking hell, how have they come to that conclusion? <laughs> Honestly, not one. And then and then the, uh, the Bruyne looked it, but it was on the far side, so he couldn't really see. But yeah, it's mad like it was. A... One thing I will say, and I know you're probably going to slag them off, but the City fans didn't stop singing all game, you know, and I couldn't, I swear to God, didn't hear them hardly uh, heard the Man United fans. Yeah, I, I don't know. How, so we'll, we'll nice segue on to to City there because that's where I want to start off with. Because um, look, whatever you think of City, whatever you think has gone on about with with City this season, they're an unbelievable football team with an unbelievable manager. And I want to come to you first, Tank, on this because look, whichever way you slice and dice this, I think Pep's probably been a little bit more open and honest in the lead-up to this in that he pretty much admitted that, look, this is the one we, we want, this is the one we need. He's kind of shied away from it a lot and he's looked very nervous and he's obviously had a tendency to overthink things in the past and he's nearly caused his own problems. He's been the master of his own downfall, I think, a lot in the Champions League, whereas he seemed a lot more relaxed in the lead-up to this, but there was no getting away from the fact that this was the big one for City. What what did you make of the game, first and foremost, and and I suppose we'll, we'll we'll come on to where does this city team rank, but what what does it tell you about where they are as as a team and a, and a group of players? Well, on the game itself, I thought City were very fortunate to win it. I'll be brutally honest with you. I didn't think they played well at all. And look, it's this has been kind of the that stumbling block where they've not even they've not been able to get over. You know, Pep's been there a long time. City's had all of this money influx for a long, long time. And they've never been able to get it over the line. So I think oh, that's had a huge play. I thought they started okay the first five minutes. I thought Inter Milan then looked very comfortable. I think Inter Milan lost the game and they took uh, Zeko off and brought the car. Come on. I just couldn't understand why you've done it. I was saying to our Jack, and we were watching it, and I went, look how clever these are. Because City were coming to press them. Inter Milan had play out. Six City players were coming to squeeze them. And all they done, they just clipped a lovely ball up to Zeko. He was bringing it down, bringing people in, and he had runners. And I was like, these are going to beat City. I was convinced they were going to beat them. And then when they bring him off, and I'm not being funny, I know Lukaku had a couple of chances. Lads, he, he's, he's terrible, isn't he? I mean, yeah. it's not even like... You'd look at him now and you're like, he's, I don't think he's a footballer. He's absolutely shot to pieces. I put out a tweet saying Lukaku, which I thought was quite good. I've not got really that out of my head all day. You know. <laughs> Sorry, lad. Well, in fact, ever since I was playing FIFA in it, someone had Lukaku, and that's all I could think of. <laughs> but he did, and it's funny to think, I, I felt the same as you, you know, for, for all of... You could see maybe the weight 
was 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 yeah. was on City a little bit, and you could probably yeah. sense a little bit because Pep was trying to cajole the crowd and everything. You could feel that the expectation and the weight of the game. There. You could see yeah, it. it was. And you look at like Roger. He, he was awful, by the way. He was shocking. He gave every single pass away, and I thought the likes of De Bruyne was really poor. And I know that he looked like well, it looks bad now. Look, they're saying he could be out for two or three months with a snapped dummy. So, you know, obviously he's carrying that. But where does this City team rank? Well, you can't get away from the fact of what's what's there. You you just can't. It's like saying he's the greatest boxer in the world, but he's been taking steroids for a long, long time, and you can't give them this Man City side. If this was all, there was no breaches, there was no charges, and it's not one or two charges, it's 115 charges. If they weren't there, I'd be sat here now going, This is the greatest football club side I have ever seen in my life with a manager who was second to none. That's what I'd like to be able to say because I watched them, but all football fans would take the Liverpool hat off. They're phenomenal. They're absolutely phenomenal. They started the season slow and they've just swooped everything aside. And they're unbelievable. But, and that's the big problem, there's a but. And what makes me more cynical of this is, if you've got nothing to hide, why don't you just go to the Premier League and go, fuck you, get in court. We'll see you in court. We'll prove our innocence. And the fact of the matter is they can't because they're guilty. They're guilty. The Tank says something there, Jim, and I, and I know what he I know what he means, right? So I think there's no secret that myself and Tank are Liverpool fans, right? So you know, with the rivalry between Liverpool and City over the years, it's easy for us to throw stones because they're the rivals. But ultimately, Liverpool glasses off, football fan glasses on, they are absolutely incredible. And I actually look. I, don't get me wrong; I didn't want City to win the game. I'm allowed to say that, right? I also text. Um, uh, Ricky Bridge, actually, you know, we, we've he's a big City fan, listening to the podcast, fr- uh, friend of yours, Jim. We've, we've ob- obviously met him a good few times. Um, I texted him and said, "Enjoy the night, mates," because you know, even though they won the game, I'm still I'm still happy for people that I know that support City, and, yeah. and it's a it's a magical moment. But I wanted City to lose the game as, as a Liverpool fan. But as a football fan, I look at Pep, and I look at these players, and there is a part of me that thinks. They must know they don't get the adulation that they deserve. They, it must feel a little redundant for Pep in a way that, like, they he wants this big release, you know, this big moment. Yeah. But there's always going to be the 115 questions that are going to be asked of them, the cloud that sits over the top of their achievements. And for something like, like Tantic says there, we should be sat here going, the best ever. No question. Revolutionise the game. I know we can still say that to some degree, but you can't say it without the asterisks. You can't say it without the context of. It must be annoying for the players and the fans as well. You know, I know from a Liverpool perspective, the COVID thing really pissed me off, still does to this day. Liverpool, after I wanted this big release when Liverpool won the league, and the COVID, you know, and there was this, we didn't get the big celebration. And I still feel like I was cheated out of that a little bit. And maybe some City fans, whilst publicly and on Twitter, where they, they, they say they don't give a shit, I think the players and their fans, it must annoy them and grate them a little bit. I genuinely don't think they give a shit. I really you don't. Think? I, think that, I think they'll get Players exclu- or fans? Both. Um, I think they'll get, even if they get excluded to League Two. You know, they sing, they'll go down with a billion in the bank. It doesn't, I don't think they really give a flying F about. Um, I don't know why I held back on saying fuck. Yeah, them. As, if, uh, as if we don't. Swear I know, yeah, like. <laughs> you wait to the end of the season I to thought, start playing. I thought yourselves. this was a new podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really don't give a fudge. Them. Yeah, I really don't think they give a flying fuck, to be honest with you. And that's fair play, like. And I would be the same. I, as personally, because I, 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 I I'm, I see myself differently to football fans because I detach myself. I've done it all my life. I can detach myself. I can you enjoy some seven clubs as well. That but I help. support seven clubs, so I can easily mix between the seven on whoever's doing well and whoever's going uh, and going well at that time. So the issue you've got is this: even if City are found not guilty, it won't tarnish anyone else's view in their eyes, right? Because City are the team to get beat. Everyone, and I've said this before, when United were winning everything, everyone hated United. When Chelsea came to the uh, front, so someone tweeted, and I'd I'd saved it. Let let me get it up, actually, because it was 
it 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 sort of epitomised my point. Um, let me just find it. Um, so a, a, a writer, I don't know who it was, he put um, clubs uh, talking around the Newcastle. So he's talking about the Saudi Arabia. Um, he says clubs can be rehabilitated throughout the Abramovich years when they were winning. I despise Chelsea. Now they're just funny because they're not winning. But you no doubt Chelsea come back. If Chelsea win the league, European treble next year, everyone will be sh- screaming blue murder over the money they've spent over the last year and a year and a half because they'll spend more. It's just whoever's in that firing line at that point and who are, oh, are winning. Newcastle are out the firing line. I mean, they've just done a deal with the Saudi Arabian um, I don't think they are out national... the firing line, though, Jim. I think it's, I think, it, well, it's not as bad as City because they're not winning anything. I think they'll go. It's coming, I think they will. It will come because they will win. But if they're just sort of there and thereabouts, it'll just be sort of muted. Oh, we better say it because, you know, we, we feel like we should do. Newcastle me, than Man City. Newcastle, what, sorry. Newcastle are a bigger club than Man City. Fan base, domestically. Because it's not winning. We're not talking about winning. Fan base, whatever way you want to look at it. Domestically. Worldwide, Newcastle are a bigger club than Man not City. Not worldwide. Not worldwide. Domestically. Yeah. I'll give you that. Not worldwide. worldwide. Man, no, no, Jimmy, no one gives a fuck about Man City outside of Manchester. Trust me. They don't. They can't sell out when they go in big. How can I trust you? They've got, if you look at you, when we spoke about Wrexham, you you mentioned their Wrexham. Don't go to Wrexham, you made the No, 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 no. I'm, I'm using, just talking around <laughs> your argument. Wrexham just done an unbelievable sponsorship deal and you're like, you, you're just, you, you were saying what, right? What they did, they grew all their um, fan social. base via social media. I went Clever. and checked City's social media and they're one of the highest clubs uh, for social media following across the UK. Across Jimbo. the world, well, Jimbo, Liverpool are up there. I'll give you that because I checked them compared to Liverpool's. But they beat Man United. They um, they beat Chelsea. They're they're flying in their social media. Yeah, but we can't. They could just buy a load of bot followers. Oh, it could be. They could. I, I mean, you'd have a lot. I'm just saying, City. Anyone, ten million. Ten million. Somebody that works in social media. Oh, I know. I understand that. They, they, but they look, can't even sell out an FA Cup final. They did. I'm telling you, I was there. It was so the issue you've got. So let me tell me, let me tell you I got my tickets off, right? A guy who works for Surrey FA. I was like, why are you selling your tickets? Don't support either of them. I'm a Northampton fan. So this is why you'll have always have these issues because Champions League final, X amount of tickets go to the home fans, and then everyone else goes to corporate, to home fans. So so many Turkey fans got sold. Champions League final tickets because they were trying to sell them to all that mate that happens in every every fucking every game I appreciate that 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 happens but they sold their allocation they're 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 a global club I know you don't want to think it or you might not think it but they are it's it's just facts they're not they're not a global superpower they're a financial superpower they're not a global superpower either way it doesn't bother me one way or the other but I do think on on your point then Go on, Tank. You go, you go about Manchester United. Manchester United, no matter how much you dislike it, they're an absolute global phenomenon fan base up there, probably bigger than anyone in the world. So Man- Manchester United can go and get sponsorships off anybody who they want and they name their price. Man City can't because no one's like, who are you? Well, we're Man City. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm going to play not. devil's advocate here, right? Years ago. So, so I'm going to play devil's advocate, and you both know my real opinion on this, which I'll give in a sec, right? But just for the purposes of the podcast, right? Is that with Manchester United, the thing that has always thrown at City is the, the, the lack of history or the new money and all this. But if, and it's not lack of history, I suppose history as in success in the Premier League, dominance. Um, they've, they've obviously had a lot now in recent years. Like Manchester United have had at periods, like Chelsea have had at periods. Would it not be that City are building towards something? So they're making their own history now, Tank, you know, and, and ultimately they're going to see the benefits of this. They're going to see the benefits of this in 10, 15, 20 years. Kids in playgrounds now wear City tops with De Bruyne on the back. Is, is Are they growing towards that? And, and I'll, I'll, the second stage of the question is, and we're Whilst I do think that could be true to a degree, and whilst I also think what Tank is saying, they just don't have the the global fan base yet. I think the thing that makes it difficult for me is when you look at the reports of City being the biggest club in the world now, and I'm just like, 
what the fuck? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, well, who it's did like that? you play a game of Monopoly with someone and all of a sudden your uncle's had all the all the houses stuffed down his back pockets and he's got a load of fake dope. It's just not, we're not playing on a level it, playing field. They're trying to make mugs of everyone, I think. They're the, the, the highest ranked worth sport enterprise in the world and it's fucking comical because then they're not even in the top 100. They don't even exist in the top 100. But here they are, sat at number one. And just let me get a point across on this as well. You talk about Pep Guardiola and a player. Absolutely no fingers can be pointed at them, by the way. Because as a manager, as a manager, you get your budget for that season. You've got X amount to spend and you've got X amount on wages. That's your budget. So it's got nothing to do with them. But all of the focus is, you know... It's, it's it's the ownership and how it's run and fabrication of sponsorships and sellouts. My best mate went was at the city. He, he was at the fucking game at the weekend. He was sending me pictures. I was laughing my head off at him. He was in the fan park. I went, mate, are you taking the piss? He went, it's fucking... He said, there's thousands of us. I went, it don't look like. He said, you want to go and have a look at Liverpool joking with him? I get, I get video messages of him when he's at the Etihad in big European games, like quarterfinals, and he's like... It's unbelievable, here, mate. He said, "There's fucking, there's literally," and he he's like that, and there's nobody near him, nobody in the Champions League quarter final where he sits. There's like two, three, four hundred empty seats. That is not a global superpower. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. They're a fabricated club. They're a wonderful club with a wonderful manager, wonderful players who will never get any credit what you truly deserve until they have the day in court and they get found categorically not guilty on any charges. And they won't, they won't even get the credit then, even that. if they get found not guilty. They won't get the credit because I was going to say, Jim, do you think they've been tarnished now? I'll come in. Not tarnished. It's just rivalries, isn't it? It's rivalries. People don't like them because they're winning. City then, if City didn't win anything for the next ten years, no one give you shit. But you know, all this stuff will go away and it, I, I promise you the shift will eventually the, the this will shift onto Newcastle and it will shift onto any uh club that is owned by a state or whatever's backed by anyone but, but, but is that not an important thing though Jim because and if you look at the wider sphere of sport now you're seeing the things that are happening in golf you, you see obviously Newcastle it didn't take them long to start doing deals with Saudi companies and all stuff like that we we can all sit it's, I, 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 this is not an anti-any club thing, but we can all see what's going on. I don't like see why football's different to the wider world. Okay, so you work for a massive social media company, right? It's just let's just say a startup social media company starts, and they get some guy in that is unbelievable at his job. What is You're there in this? Me here, Jim, yeah. I'm talking about you, right? So yeah, you were working that. for X, Y, Z. LinkedIn come in and go, oh, by the way, is X, Y, is hundred thousand pound a year, and the other company could only offer you fifty thousand pound a year. What, what, where in the world does it? Anything stop people from doing that? I don't know why this is coming. The FFP, came, and this is another point, by the way. Who did you want to win uh, at the weekend? Cheat or Inter Milan? We, I'm assuming Inter, Inter Milan. Milan. Yeah, yeah. Inter Milan got found guilty of FFP. City haven't. They got theirs overturned. So you know you can't sport one and not the other. It's it's it, you know. You know see, now we're going down. <laughs> Go on, Tank. You take it. You never got things overturned. Whatever. The but... of arbitration, and they got found guilty, and they got fi- they agreed to drop it with a sixty-five million pound fine. Now, if I'm not guilty, mate, I ain't paying sixty-five million quid. I'm telling you to go fuck yourself for seeing court. And it's, a lot of them are time it's like Michael Jackson, though, isn't it? It's like Michael Jackson. Probably, yeah, the time. Now, I don't know. I was speaking to you uh, know years. I'm not going to name him either. An ex-manager of mine who's managed over a thousand fucking games. I was speaking to him. We were just having a a chat about it. and I said to him, how come that they can now do this? And he said, is it, I'm, this was his point. I'm not too sure he was right. He said it's something to do with the fact that we're not in the Euro no more and that City can't go to the court of arbitration now for backup, basically. So I don't know how true that is, but he's like, that's what it is. And he works high up in the Premier League and I take his word above everyone. Man City are getting the fucking book thrown at them at every fucking angle. Because you've got internal emails basically where the fucking the saying you haven't sent enough money to cover this sponsorship. We need another twelve million. I mean, fucking hell, really? And we're all just sitting going to city and go the fucking wonderful, wonderful team spent spent two billion over a period of time to build this global empire by fabricating sponsorship, fabricating the amount of fans at games, fabricating everything. 
And I know what you're saying about financial fair play, but that's come into play to stop all of this. And Financial fair play is come more... in by the big boys because they didn't want anyone like this to just run away. I don't give a shit who owns any club. I don't believe it's come in by the big boys, Jimmy. I do, I do. Why, why did the big boys want to do that? Because it was United. Why would Man, why it was, Man United you... want a financial fair play? Because they they're, they're not backed by their owners. They're backed by their global dominance. And as you said, their stance in the Who's world, right? Next top get, he's just admitted it. City are the fucking flop. Man I, United are the global phenomenon. City I'm just saying that it, when they... Game. Jimmy, Jimmy. I'm not saying this. I'm talking that United are... I'm not saying that City aren't a big club by saying... By saying United... By saying the United are a big club, I'm not then saying City aren't a big club. That, I don't know how you've got two and how two long, there. How long six. have you done this podcast for? You, you, you don't don't I'm bite. Just, you're I'm not biting. Yeah, I'm not biting. I'm putting my point because he just shouts. He doesn't. He, he, he can't articulate his point. Oh, by the way, do you know my shouts. highlight of the season this season is when Jimmy let left me the WhatsApp group. <laughs> and I'll tell that story. I will tell that story. I can't What's remember what it was. I missed that. My highlight of the season is when Jimmy left the WhatsApp group. You remember that? Oh, <laughs> He's, gone. He's gone. He's <laughs> gone. Anyway, James, sorry, I wish Tank was still talking to me when I'd already left. So. <laughs> um, I want to make a point, is... Jim. I, I want to make a point, sorry, just because there, there was a question that came in from David, right? And he asks, and it is all linked. And I don't, this isn't anti if These are just conversations that football fans are having, right? David asked, how come the EFL can implement fines for clubs who break FFP, but the Premier League don't for Everton and, and, and the, likes of, uh, the likes of City, right? The longer this stuff goes on, it could be a case, like Tank says, they're building this case and they're going to throw the book at them. But the longer Absolutely, this mate, stuff and I've goes said all on... Along, go on. Sorry, mate. I'm just saying, I've said all along, if City get their punishment, it's like anything. You'll get your, If they've done wrong, they'll get their punishment. Yeah, I, I just can't see that day coming any, anytime soon. That's the no. that's the thing. I agree with what you're saying there, though, Jamie. Like in the in League One, League especially League One in the Championship, like Derby County got hit. You know, it's fucking scandalous because these clubs get hit. Wigan got hit. You know, these get it, hit. Wigan. Like a I think it's more clear cut though, isn't it? A lot of these are more clear cut than the Man City. Well, Jimmy, Wigan Everton, got. Everton, Wigan didn't play their. Everton are the same, but I don't know how. What, how I'm not, I'm not adverse Everton to Everton's are that thick, mate, that They've actually submitted bank accounts to say, like, submitted accounts to the fucking <laughs> HMRC to say we've we've lost eighty million there. So Everton's like bank to rights. Their own accounts are suggesting that they've they've lost way over the threshold what's allowed. So I don't really understand why Everton have not. It's not done and dusted no, I don't they, they, it's their accounts what have fucking found themselves guilty, but they're still looking into that. And I yeah, think it's you... wrong if championships clubs get done and get done quickly. It should happen the same with the fucking big boys. I tell you what, it's a good job they didn't do stream fucking football matches. Do you see this? Do you see the state of the punishments that were handed out to the streamers? Didn't want to. Oh you know, there was God. thirty years or something stupid like that, wasn't it? For, mad. Uh, no, seven, you know, seven years it was. Where did I, where did thirty I years them? between a load of them is what. Oh, okay, it, yeah, yeah. Somewhat. Tell you you what know, they... you know when, off talking about streaming, like kind of going off on the, another subject here, you know when I had all of the pubs and that, like mm. wait, if you have Sky in the pubs, a normal subscription in the pubs, like this, these are the little rundown pubs I had in Bootle, you know, mm. just ticking over, why aren't pulling in any fucking amazing sums, you was just, you know, anti-mouth feeding, just running them. So if you have Sky in a normal pub like that, this is a little shit old pub in Bootle, probably taking about 10 grand a week, that's it, mm. and the Sky was two and a half grand a month. The sky. Jesus. And if you got caught, so basically you used to say, well, I ain't fucking paying that. So my uncle lived upstairs in the flat and we just used to fucking pipe it down. But you know, <laughs> you'd have the little pint glass in the corner. The little Guinness. Yeah. yeah. So if that's not on, they could used to come in and find you 30,000 quid. They can just fucking. What's the Guinness glass? What's the? I've always wondered what the that, Guinness glass is. That's a pub subscription. That's a pub subscription. Pub subscription. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Um, podcast. Tell you what, I am You're learning. All learning I got a, I got a lesson in crypto before the fucking podcast started, and now I'm getting pub management and fucking. Uh, yeah, that was that was a question I needed answered. Right, lads. Um, to finish off, right, because what I want to do is I want to do a bit of a review. Well, not a review, right, but uh, basically go through players of the seasons, managers of the seasons, get your vote, votes, uh, kind of like they do on Monday Night Football, where they go through um, who, who they thought. 
So best player, best manager. We're going to do favourite moments of the season. I want to do dick of the season. So that can be open to anyone. The, the Jimmy Tank. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, worst shout of the season. Um, and I'd then say Jimmy again where fucking Kane's the best finish he's ever come across but if he's a one-on-one and well said that. And you want Rooney you just make things <laughs> up you honestly I, I'd you love to live in, I'd love to live in your head for a day just to see the colours and the fucking pinwheels going to, round to back be fair Jimbo you did say no that. I said the po- what I said was, is Kane is clearly a better goal scorer because his stats show so. But, you don't but, want him, but if you don't want him one-on-one on one to save no. the world from an alien invasion. I said I'd take either or. No, you never. You, you said didn't. that, Rooney. Yes, I did. I guarantee <laughs> you. Jimbo, I said I'd take either. <laughs> you never. Right. You said that, Rooney. I we'll didn't. come back to that. Right. I so didn't. first one, first one. And I'll come to you first, Jim, because you're smiling at me, right? Uh, player <laughs> of the season. Who's your player of the season? See, I'd say, obviously, Haaland scored all the goals, hasn't he? And he's been unbelievable. Thanks up to something. He's got that mysterious. He's, he's, taking, he's taking a picture of summer. He? He's doing summer. I've drawn a dick on me screen. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see it, lads? Let's have a look. You, mean, you might be able to see it on Jimmy. <laughs> I can't see the dick. Oh, what? Where is it? Oh, oh there I it see is. It very <laughs> lightly. Maybe. So, right, go on, Jim. Who is it? Uh, Harland? Oh, no, I don't think so, mate. I think it's KDB for me. Is it? Yeah, I think from what I've seen, and I've, I don't know, I've been to been to a few City games this year, um, especially the FA Cup final when 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 KDB's not been on fire, Harland's not been on fire. So I think I think. Haaland relies on KDB more than KDB relies on Haaland. Um, and if Haaland had, had got involved in more games, and I know that's not his role, but if he was more involved in the game like he was in the Liverpool game, where he abs- no, the Arsenal game, sorry, the Arsenal at the Etihad when he absolutely bullied uh, Gabriel and Holding, um, then it'd be him. But for me, KDB assists and goals. Of, uh, it's just, and he keeps going as well. Like you say, he's... he's Played through injuries, so the last two games have probably took a bit of the shine off his season. But yeah, probably KDB for me. Thank. I'm gonna go. Do you know I was nearly gonna go completely against the grain and give it to fucking Dunk from Brighton because I just think he's been phenomenal. Do you know when you just every time you watch him, you're like, he seems to be the catalyst of what Brighton do. It's good, but mm. I have to give it to Harry Kane. I have mm. to, just for the simple fact that. That Tottenham side's been fucking dreadful this season and all of the things have been on about Haaland and Haaland's only scored six more goals than them this season. Mm. I mean, in a really poor Tottenham side, he scored 30 league goals. It's it's not spoke about enough. I just think he was absolutely fucking off the charts this season. You, I mean, you take him out of that side, there's a possibility oh, that they go down. Relegation. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got Richarlison, haven't they, Jamie? Oh, yeah, for him. No, he's, a, he's at the back, lad. Talking he's of worse shouts. Uh, I would go... So I had Haaland, Kane on my list. 30 goals again in a poor spare side. I also, just from a personal perspective, Saka and Odegaard for me were two that just should Odegaard, be in the conversation Odegaard. because like Odegaard, he just, yeah. in a team that... Look, they over-exceeded. Whatever you say about them bottling the league, Arsenal's performance this season, they've had an unbelievable year and he consistently, he was a joy to watch. He's the type of player where you're happy to part with your hard and cash to say, I'm, I'm glad I got to see him. So, he, yeah. special mention for him. But if I had to pick, I, I, I would just go Haaland because I, th- I think, I know it's an obvious one, but freak, yeah. his job was here to score goals. He scored a shitload of goals, broke all records and, and, t- and took City not on his own, obviously, but you know he was brought in to help him win the Champions League. They won the Champions League, so for for me, it's Haaland. Now, this is a one where I wasn't happy. I understand it, but there's there's a lot of managers that have been hard done to here. You know, manager of the season, right? Because obviously Pep has won the treble, done brilliant, revolutionised games, the the tactical tweaks. He's a genius, absolutely cut the, the top of the tree. But there's some managers that have done unbelievable things in the Premier League. Some of them didn't even make the list, the short list for manager of the year. So there's definitely, I would expect some, maybe some surprise names here. Jim, who did you give your manager of the season to? Gary O'Neill. Good man. Bournemouth. Because when, 
Scott Parker got sacked. They'd just been bummed seven or whatever nil it was by Liverpool. They were rock bottom. They were rock bottom for a good time. They they pulled it out when he come back, and they had a little dip. Of course, they did. It's Bournemouth, you know. You're not expecting them to be consistent. And then when 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 the you know the the shit hit the fan towards the end of the season, they needed to get their wins, and they went about it and did so. Got them safe, nice and early, um, and did well to keep them up. When you think about that Bournemouth side, name me one player that would probably go for more than. 20 million and the only one you could probably say at a push is Solanke just because of his physicality the I goals like the big lad in centre mid what's his name Lerma uh, no Billing Billing I like him Billing maybe Billing well, I'll give you I'll give you Billing but Who's you know they've not gone to Palace from them is it Lerma uh, he's gone to Palace yeah on a free I think as well yeah, I think it was a free play. transfer yeah. so he was decent so he's done he's done with very little when it all looked doom and gloom early doors, he's done. He's done fantastic to keep them up. And if they went down next year, you you know you it, you wouldn't be surprised in any way, shape, or form just because of the money they've got. They well, actually, they might have more now. They have got the big big money man in, haven't they? So, yeah. Um, Tank, I think Jimmy. You know, perhaps the obvious one for me, the Brighton manager. Yeah, I had. I just think as well, you know, yeah. once um, fucking the fellow went to. Chelsea, you'd be kind of thinking, oh, fuck me. But I think he come in and he he implemented the style of play and I actually fucking love watching him. And I think they, it's it's a, it's a shame on them. You know, obviously we've signed the lads, McAllister, but I think that they were a goal scorer away from fucking really causing issues in this fucking shake-up. Not just for top six, top four, because not many people were going to Brighton and having a nice, easy, comfortable game. You know, I the big one for me was the final. It was when they played United, yeah. And you saw the way that they played against United. And I know, yeah. obviously, they they came unstuck in the penalties. That's a lottery, like bravery, structure, yeah. identity. Like from a football perspective, we always used to say with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, it's like they've got no structure or identity here. They're just getting away on individual moments from players. Whereas you yeah. cannot look at that Brighton team, and it'll be interesting now to see how. They're bigger players. Now, I love Casado. Absolutely love him. I, I really rate McAllister. be interesting to see how these players do now outside of a really strong system because everybody looks fantastic within a really structured team. And that's what Brighton are. So it be interesting to see how these players do. But that's all down to the manager tank. He's been, yeah. he's been a revelation. He's brilliant. And I've seen an interview with Alana talking about him. And he's kind of like the fucking, he come in from day one and it was like, bang, this is how we play. This is what you do. And it doesn't, we don't move from that. This is how we do it. And you've got to admire it because, as we said many times before with Solskjaer, no one knew how he played or nothing. But he's come in, laid the law down, and you don't move from that. That's how you do it. And the other one is going to get anywhere Sorry, near. Sorry, you stop saying, like, I keep remembering that video you put up, this is how he do it. <laughs> you remember how he do it? <laughs> this is how he do it. You said it twice, and I started yeah. giggling to myself. I was like, stop it. And then you said I it again. I was like, oh. to myself. <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> and just one other one who needs a fucking big mention. And I, I liked him when he got the Arsenal job, and I don't think he got the backing all the time. Is the Villa manager? He's a fucking good manager, then. Yeah, yeah, I am. Really. And, and, to be fair, as well, go on, go on, Joe. No, you I go. Was gonna, no, I was going to change the subject. So you say what you're going to say. No, I was just going to. I always think it, it's really important when you're looking at the, the quality of a coach. Is everybody can go out and spend, right? But what are you doing with the players that are at your club? Are you developing and bringing players on? And I think for all of the managers that we've just spoke about. There's players, they're getting way more than the sum of their parts. And that's a big talent. Anyone can go buy a brilliant player and lob him in the middle of the pitch. And the team, like Casemiro comes in for Man United. You've said it, Tank. It's not it's not revolutionary stuff. You go and spend 300 grand a week on a player and plonk him in the middle. What what type of players are you developing? Uh, and that's a that's a big thing. So I, I have I have nothing else to add on those. Apart from, oh, your man from... Roy Hodgson for me as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roy Hodgson. I mean, he only had like four or five games, but have you seen the Paddy Power uh, video, the, the the viral video where they, it's like the, the script writers and they're talking about oh, the, Premier, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Premier League as right. So how about we get Crystal Palace and uh, bring Roy Hodgson in and he hasn't played like Brazil for the last five games or something <laughs> like that. So you got some good players, Palace, you know. And yeah, but they always have, haven't they? And they've just played to a like you say, they play to a system that's restricted them. But Roy's come in, let Eze, Elise uh, play off RU and just go and grind. Go on, lads, go have it without Zaha as well. He was injured for the majority of it. Favorite moment of the season, Tank. 
from like a Liverpool fan point of view, it's got to be the seven nil in it against United. Yeah. That's just, yeah. you know, I actually just laughed through the game. I think that was yeah. that was one of my any particular forest moments stand out. You got to go back to the city ground this year, which must have been good. I watched the forest game. Uh, fucking what, what was the game? Yeah, I watched uh, it. was great to go back to the city ground. Uh, by the way, just a quick note on that the fucking disrespect what forest are being shown is unbelievable about like you know the English champions, uh, champions league winners and all of that. Not even a fucking mention. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, it was B- yeah. I think it was BT Sport. For those yeah. that haven't seen it, BT Sport put out a post and it was basically talking about which clubs have represented England the best in, in, yeah. in winning Champions Leagues and they listed but them. it wasn't the Champions League, I think that's yeah, but what Jimmy, they still mentioned for. Liverpool I agree. Times. No, he well, said three. He said Liverpool three. He said Liverpool three on the, on the graphic I saw. Yeah. But there is a wider point here. People do think that football but, started in 1992. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> yeah, with you. I'm just saying, I'm using, I'm using, uh, you know, I'm being, as Homer would say, devil's advocate. They, they've clearly put Champions League as opposed to European Cups. So. What about you, Jim? Favourite moments? <sighs> Man, I'm going to have to say the FA Cup <laughs> you, come Fair. on, it's like we'll do a, like a gender reveal at the end of the season podcast, Jim. You got to who do you support, lad? Come on, it's Man City. Actually, really. it's not yeah, Man City. It's not Man City. You've got to fucking. Really? Mate, I've known you for is it how many years have I known you now? Is it fifteen? Uh, probably, 15 yeah. Here, but I've never actually. It's around it. fifteen, yeah. Dev, quote, and dev, I don't dev. know who you support. So just tell us, will you? That little little spoiler. They've gone down this year, lads. Is it Leeds? It's Leeds, yeah. It's Leeds United. It's Leeds United. So I supported Leeds in around just before 1992 when they won the uh, they won the league. It was the white kit that did it for me. I'm my best mate Ben Tinsley supported them as well. So I, when I was younger, I flirted around. I started at United, supported Newcastle because my stepdad did. I flirted around with a few clubs and I just landed on Leeds and it just stuck with them ever since. Okay, now I didn't. I don't know why I thought. I, I thought Newcastle. Yeah, I had Newcastle in my head. But there you go. I did have Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Uh, for uh, you know, maybe a year or two. You know, mum's got a new boyfriend. Stepdad comes in. Esports Newcastle. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, oh, daddy, oh, love me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Tank? I, I didn't even say mine. Did you I've done mine. Favorite season. Yeah. So oh, for yeah, me, yeah. I mean, I'll just got to say the FA Cup final. Getting to watch that with my with my boy the day before his birthday oh, yeah. and seeing him win was was unbelievable. Love yeah, mine was, mine was the seven 0 you, you can't beat your, your biggest rivals. And you know what made it worse? And shout out to Dave Egan, me mate, who is a United fan, and give Darwin Nunes nothing but abuse all season. And and how they were going to batter us at Anfield. And Liverpool won seven nil, and Darwin Nunes scored two. I'll be honest, I enjoyed. That night, uh, and that one will definitely in, in what's been a pretty shite season for Liverpool. That, oh, the last goal some... scored, weren't they? Oh, don't yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll come on to that next year. Um, okay, so the next one up is Dick of the season. Are you going to go each other? <laughs> Are we talking just in you, general you or talking like, Premier League? Someone, is... someone related to football. It's you can't say summer. like your milkman or your next door neighbour who. Fuck, I've got like... one. I've got one. Well, Richard Keys. He's a fucking balland, isn't he? Yeah, you know, big old area and tank would call in. Um, yeah, he's up there with uh, with some of the best sticks. Me and him joint first. What about you, Tank? <laughs> oh, Bon Lahore. Well, he's sticking with that one, yeah. Well, yeah. He's disappeared recently. Have you not yeah, noticed? Him off. Tank's got he buried in Dubai somewhere. <laughs> 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 Honestly, he's on that. some of his shouts, what you see on talks, but you're like, fucking, he's that insignificant, but he thinks that he's in Klopp's head. He thinks Klopp's thinking about him. Yeah. I mean, he's the most deluded, backwards, fucking firework face I've ever come across. Oh, no, so, right, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Gabby Agbonlahor, to be honest, that's a long-standing feud with you two, isn't it? That one's not going to go away anytime <laughs> soon, to be fair. Uh, do you know who mine is? On the theme of, uh, I suppose, commentators, presenters, Jake Humphreys, that fella is the biggest uh, helmet. Yeah. Like, he is pure partridge. Some of the things that he says. You've seen that thread that was done today, the thread. Yeah, exactly that, mate. And did you see the bit where I'll, I'll post it on the, the Twitter after this? Like, there's so many sound bites that that fella has done. Like, he believed, like, if you see, what was the, the famous one where he was like, he gets up at fucking 5 a.m. Uh, like his morning routines and yeah, all this. Yeah, well, he like... does that high performance thing, doesn't he? Like, I just can't. I mean, what is he performing high at? Like 
saying Peter words Bellend. on the telly. He, he is saying a high words on the Bellend. telly. That is, he is a high performing talent. So yeah, he's up there with Duncan from Blue as the two people that fucking really annoy me. <laughs> Duncan from Blue because he always poses constantly. Even... Yeah, but Still. he came out as gay, though. Does that not change? It doesn't make him change. not a poser, though. Ah, it makes him easier easy. to stomach, but he's still annoying. Mm. Just watch him. If you're watching a fella on TV and he's constantly going... Reminds me of someone else, that, to be fair. Someone yeah, I, I know very that. well. That was, that can, was spot a, can spot <laughs> a camera from 100 mile away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Worst shout. Now, I'll stay with you, Jimbo, because there's been a few, lads. What's been your worst shout? Actually, do you know what? I'll change it. Tank, what's been Jimmy's worst shouts of the season? And Jimmy, oh, what's been yeah. Tank's worst shouts of the oh, season? Oh, mate. <laughs> Just let me get me a list of Jimmy here. <laughs> was Messi down the line this season, Jim? Yes. Yeah, I think it was at the start. Yeah, and it, yeah, just, it, it was obviously tongue in cheek, by the way. It just, wasn't uh, tongue in cheek, though. Mate, oh my God. The one what still makes me laugh is fucking Anthony has potential to be a world class <laughs> superstar. You did say that, Jim. I said he had all the right attributes. Um, trying to think of any other one. So show, showing Messi, the way to stop Messi is to show him down the line is something that will live long in the memory. Like we've got to make some type of merch right. out of that, like t-shirts or mugs <laughs> or something. Fucking show him down the line. The managing the world of being strong. got to do, lad. I still stand by it, you know, getting down that line on his right. He's fucked. Uh, Tank, Tank, you, you said a good one for Tank, Jim. Early season predictions. What was... Jim, Wolves in the top six. Bellingham said, signed a five-year deal about six months ago, 85 times. Number eight <laughs> shirt, captain. <laughs> I still believe that's happening, you know. There's a little part in my brain that still believes that yeah. Drew Bellingham is coming to Liverpool. I'd convince just myself as he's, that much. Just as he's buying his furniture for Madrid. Yeah, I'm still going to Liverpool. So that one, by the way, on it? that, their midfield. Like, oh, stop. Potential. I mean, come Mate. on. Tan, can I ask you something on Bellingham, right? Because... I'm not. I don't begrudge him at all. I, I actually just think he's an unbelievable centre midfield. I love watching him. I don't want him to be as successful as possible at Real Madrid. Does want you know the knee injury stuff? Yeah. Is that a bit? That's like you can get impact injuries and stuff like that, but that seems that seems young for a player like that to be getting that type of injury. Or you know what I mean? Is that you look at the volume of games he's played? So young. Has he not played 190 games? Oh, I've, there's a stat somewhere that compared people of him, uh, uh, players at that age, yeah. and he's like miles ahead. It's a, yeah. it's a worry. Like, I might be wrong, but I'm sure I've read that he's played 190 games. And to play, Jimmy might have a look while we're speaking to be fair. Can you look, Jim? Yeah, of course. Um, that's oh, look, at, look at us working as a team on the last podcast. No, on a series, no, that, that's like, no matter what Worrying anyone plays in football, it. and especially modern football, wear and tear on your body fucking takes its toll. You know, yeah. I'm not being funny. I played about 400 odd games and my body and knees and fucking calves and everything are completely not to be shot to pieces. And my career was cut short to 29, but I was playing from 17. I He's played probably half 177 games. So we've played that... 177 yeah. games. That's at without the World Cup, by the way. That's without yeah. the England Honestly. games. Honestly, and this isn't just me saying because you're not coming to Liverpool, because I would... 20, fucking... 24 England appearances he's made as well. Yeah, so, so it's not far off what you're saying. 200 and, no, 201 that is. 201, he's broke the 201 barrier. So he's played he's played half the games I played in my career at 19. Jesus. And and you know what's worrying? And people moan at Pep and, and Klopp and Solskjaer used to... All the managers are saying it, but nobody is listening. Because because football fans, we just think that... These club managers are out to steal a march on, you know, and, and, and get a benefit or whatever. Somebody has to have the conversation somewhere that there is too much football. There is just too much football going on. And these players are going to break down left, right and centre. Uh, Tag, I know you've got to, you've got to wrap up because you've got to go and pick up Frankie, right? So we'll yeah, get these last... Yeah, you know, you're getting getting the shepherds all crazy. And I think my kids are going to bomb in anytime soon, right? So, which uh, After school. So, um, last couple. Okay. Um Who's been your favourite listener? Has there been a particular listener? Who can we give a, a listener a shout out that's gone involved with the I've podcast? got my favourite one. Andrew Nicholson, the Aberdeen fan. He always sticks up for me, that guy. He's top yeah. bloke. Everyone else always with you two. All the Liverpool fans giving me stick. I've got a worse listener as well, that Fucking Fred Flunk, what prick he is. I'm joking, Fred, he's all right. <laughs> he's my favourite, Fred. He always gives <laughs> Andrew Nicholson, and, and favourite moment actually goes back to uh, the live podcast with Gary Megson. 
Oh yeah, that was Mexican. brilliant. Gary Megson was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was very good. Uh, right, lads. Well, that's us for the season. I don't know what the plans are over the summer and all that, but I think we need a little bit of a rest. I think is is fair to say. But the plan is to to do bits and bobs. We might do a few quizzes and a few bits like that over over the summer. Keep us ticking over. But uh, from a personal perspective, I've had a great crack with the two of you this season. Yeah. Doing Just this. before I go, happy? though, go on, lad. Can I? I've got a, a big fan of Tanks here. So, would you mind saying hello, to Tank, please? Oh, God. big fan of yours. <laughs> How long have you planned that one for? You He's done that for ages, isn't he? <laughs> it was it. It was here earlier, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good joke." <laughs> for the people listening to the podcast, Jimmy just held up a big fan, an actual big <laughs> fan there. Fucking hell! Uh, but boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've really that. enjoyed it, and uh, to yeah, be honest, boys. it's not been a great season for Liverpool, and uh, it's actually more of the same next year, please. Yeah, now, but at least now we can wind you up about Leeds, Jim, which uh, wasn't the case. But you can't, season. though, because I really don't give a shit. Like, I'm not, really not bothered. Couldn't give a flying fuck that he'd gone down. I'm not. So Top he's, fan, him, isn't he? Football. He's a fan he's just put on the fucking screen. <laughs> Uh, but I suppose we'll we'll close off by saying thanks to everyone that's got involved. We had so, a lovely uh, message sent to us before, just saying thank thank you for for the podcast. And look, yeah, we do we we all work, we all have lives. It's not always easy to roll these out, but hearing people and and the fact that they've enjoyed it, and and I think we've built up a really cool community of sound people that get involved in the podcast, and they always send us in great questions, non football, football. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a great laugh, and hearing people have, have enjoyed it has made it all the worthwhile. So. Thank you, everybody, for, for your support. I hope you enjoyed the last one. Uh, stay in touch with us. As I said, we'll we'll do bits over the summer and then we'll be rested and ready to go for, for, for next season. But I suppose from us, uh, that'll do for now. Hope you all enjoy the rest of your week and we will be back with you sometime over the summer with Boot Room Podcast. All the best. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys.